are such an asshole. We have um, a request that is, it's a high hurdle to meet because I'm not that big of an influencer. I hate that word. Um, and we're going to be fighting biology, so I'll give it my sh my best shot. But let's pull up the request right here. And as always, if you have a request, you go to assholeconsulting.com. Hello, Mr. Aaron. Uh, how are you? Please keep everything in square brackets. Anonymous. My name is Anonymous. I live in a state. I'll give you more relevant information about myself later if you decide to make more requests. Meanwhile, I have a couple of request ideas. Let's start with this one. Many men in my area are still really hung up on the idea of traditional marriage, no matter how miserable it makes them. <laughs> Could you make a relatively short, concise video explaining precisely why marriage is a bad idea for men, which has been done ad infinitum? It, there is so much data and empirical evidence and logic and philosophy and reason, especially with the internet showing the, I hate to say it, the true nature of women where they're not even hiding it. And I will admit it's may not even necessarily the true nature of women, but is the true beliefs of women today. Right. You, you, you could see it and it still doesn't override the biology. See, that's what you, because men, most men do want to get married, settle down with one gal, fall in love and have some kids. Most men. They also want to bang more women. That That's just true, too. That one could share with men that are unfamiliar and or misinformed about the red pill. Well, let's not even introduce the red pill. Let's just focus on marriage. Okay, let's just focus on that. I think it would be great to have a one definitive video of you explaining some negative aspects of marriage quickly, which, again, as I said, has already been done. <clears throat> I'm not going to be contributing anything new in that regard. Concisely and better than I could ever do to someone presumably male that still feels emotional about that obsolete institution please let me know blah, 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 blah. all right so let me pull up my notes because i had to sit and think <clears throat> as i said before there is no amount of reason evidence logic and empiricism that can argue with emotion and we're not talking light-hearted emotions either we're talking about the most powerful emotion in the world combined with the most powerful force in the world love and the male sex drive lord knows on top of it i'm not a neurologist i'm not a dna geneticist i don't know how much the pursuit falling in love with and forming families with women has been reinforced and conditioned in men, I mean, well, we know how long since time immemorial, since humans have existed. So I don't think there's any arguing or reasoning with men to give up on the idea of marriage, falling in love with women, um, starting families and things like that. What I can do, and maybe this, it's not new, but maybe we're viewing it at a different angle to show the men you care about greatly in your life, how marriage and the vehicle or the means by which men have achieved this love, sex, romance, family has not only become obsolete, but incredibly risky. And so risky, it can ruin your life. As many of you have seen, with your dads, your brothers, your grandfathers now even, Kevin Costner, <clears throat> Bezos, you see it all over the place. And so I'm not going to try to dislodge 
your desire for the pursuit of women, sex, family, children, etc. Because it can't. That's me against however many millions of years of human evolution. Not to mention all of human, the biological nature of all animals. What I can do is tell you how to get that without the horrendous and unacceptable risks of marriage. And that's that's what I think. <clears throat> if you want one video, here it is. Guys, you don't need to get married to get love, sex, and a family. Right? There's still some risks involved, but you have got to accurately identify marriage, at least in the United States and some other Western nations and some other nations as well. You have to identify it for what it is. It is no longer marriage. It, it isn't. It is a contract, a legal binding contract that you have with the state, you have with the government. And all you have done in very simple legal terms is increased your risk. You have now anchored yourself to these rules and laws by entering into a business contract, a legal contract with the woman enforceable by the government. Now, women, it's the same thing. A lot of everybody's like, oh, it's a bad deal for marriage. You got people calling me now. I'll have to deal with that later. The, the legal restraints and risks of which are, are just negative. There's no, there's no upside to them. None. You you get this completely worthless and arbitrary piece of paper called a marriage license. Okay, you're officially married by the state. Who the F let the state into this? What business is it of the state of Massachusetts or the United States or Sweden? It's none of their business. <clears throat> but that has been co-opted from religious institutions to now the government. Like, oh, you need a license. You need a license. And sometimes, and thankfully this is kind of going away, they have common law marriage where, oh, are you living together? Well, after enough, you guys are just married. No. Absolutely not. In times past where there wasn't such a lopsided drawback of losing your money, losing your children. I don't, aside from love, I don't know what's more important than your money and your children because you need money to live and your children should be the number one thing in your life. And <clears throat> sorry, ladies, we got women, and you guys too. There's a little bit of responsibility there. You guys choose these girls too. But ladies have proven themselves completely incapable of being responsible with something as serious as marriage and family. I don't care if two people get married and they get divorced. You bring children into it and then you get divorced. That's abuse on both of you. And you guys have, I don't know how much more empirical evidence, which I know is fighting against emotion and genetic program. It's just not going to work. <clears throat> but guys, given the track record of women who are the majority of filers and initiators of divorce and family destruction, you cannot especially in the Western world, engage in the legal uh, sanctification or um, legal, um, <clears throat> what's the word, concreting, the, the legal formation of marriage. Right? You just can't. And and then there I'm, I'm going to leave other videos. You know, go watch Terrence Pop. Go watch, watch your old man. 
Look at anybody who's been divorced, the emotional, financial, psychological, and legal risk. It is not worth it. I'm not joking. This isn't for clickbaits. This is, it just is not worth it. Now, thankfully, you don't have to get married. Marriage is is like your appendix, I think, or your gallbladder. It's like a, it's an obsolete organ that served a function at one time in our genetic past, but now it's completely obsolete. But you know, your gallbladder doesn't try to kill you all the time. It's not that risky. I think you can get appendicitis or something like that. <clears throat> but aside from that, it's just it's just this obsolete organ. Marriage is the same thing. You don't need it, and you could still get what you want. More or less, if you do it wisely, can you cohabitate with a girl? Yes. Should you? That's another discussion. <clears throat> but let's say you want to. You want that family. You want the woman at the house. You want to have a wife. Well, okay, first, rule one to getting a wife, don't get married. <laughs> rule one. Rule two, you don't live in a cohabitation, common law state. You make damn sure you're not in a state where they just say, oops, you could functionally for all points and purposes be married. You're in a loving, committed relationship. It's just not officially called a marriage. Now, don't use the word marriage. Don't put rings on your fingers because some states, they say, oh, ooh, you presented yourself as husband and wife. Now you're married. Tee hee, we got you. <clears throat> no, no, you live with the girl. You have sex. You can have love. That's fine. But you stay out of common law married states. On top of that, there are other rules. Like you never wear a wedding ring. You never say this is my wife. It depends on the state. And God, guys, please, God almighty, for well-endowed Molly, hire a lawyer before you even move in with a girl. Hire a divorce attorney in the state you're in and say, what do I do? What do I not do? And what do I do? Can I? Okay, I can live together, but I can't have a ceremony. I can't do this. I can't do that. You do not have shared bank accounts. You don't co-sign loans. You keep yourself legally separated. And I'm sure some lawyers would even say, well, you set up a trust to keep, you know, like the, the, um, that soccer player in Morocco who put all the money into his mom's name. <clears throat> Things like that. Things like that. And I don't care if women don't like it. I'm sorry, ladies. You don't get your day. That's too damn bad. The the communal trust on, on a, a – uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Entire uh, one gender sex level. I'm sorry, ladies, your your generation, maybe not you. You could be the most wonderful, sweet, doting June Cleaver intended wife ever. It is too bad. 45% of marriages end in divorce. Depending on your stats, 70 to 80% of the time it's filed by women. And you want to complain, you start with your baby boomer grandparents or mother. Say, okay, what's what? What's with all the divorce with your generation? Why'd you make it a... a <clears throat> no. No. You don't get your day. You don't get your ring. You 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 don't. You just don't. And and too bad. And you guys have got to understand that's about that might be the hardest part is telling the girl you truly love. No, we're not going through the ceremony. 
because the ceremony now saddles me with an unacceptable amount of financial, legal, and not to mention emotional, psychological risk. Although that won't go away because the girl could always break up with you later. Da 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 da. Right, but you still have love. You still have sex. Still might have the woman of your dreams. But there is no marriage ceremony. There is no wedding day. There's no marriage license. And there's none of the other legal entrapments and entanglements in that particular state's law that could have you construed as married. And everyone who complains, they're going to get a lot of familial pressure from this. What? Your mom. Of course, your mom's going to want to like your mom probably on her third freaking marriage because she's a whore. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Tell me I'm wrong. You're on your th- third marriage, man. Just <laughs> how many dicks do you need to figure? How many dicks do you need to test drive? How many? All of them, huh? Pokemon. Got to catch them all. Oh, all right. All right, Gretchen. Where your baby boomer name is. <clears throat> um, where was I going with that? Uh, oh, the family pressure. That's too bad. That's too bad. No. Say no, because and here's where you go to find out whether people want BS, whether they want vanity or whether they want love. A girl that really loves you, <clears throat> she will understand. She's like, yeah, you're right. I understand. I love you. I want to be with you. I don't need a wedding. I don't. Cool. Because then we can like have a down payment for a house or something. Right. But if you're you're. Pseudo wife, the gal you love, or your family, are they like, they don't love you as much as they want some kind of ceremony, some kind of BS. And I would say, God, I never thought I'd be in this position. All that matters is love. That's it. Hey, babe, do you love me? Yeah, do you love me enough to like say we ain't having the ceremony, we ain't doing the wedding day, we're just gonna go and spend time with each other? If she loves you, she should be like, Yeah, I want to be with you. I don't care. Yeah, you're right. You know, these gals like they're really awesome. They're like, No, I don't want to spend a lot of money. Let's go elope. We we're gonna have a reception at the VFW. We had our wedding done for two thousand dollars. Those girls are so rare, but those girls love you, and those girls were raised right. And unfortunately, the times have changed and has become too financially and emotionally and legally risky that marriage is just, it is not, it's not viable. It's laughable. It's stupid. And so that's where you guys are going to have to come in. Nope, we're not doing it. Then if you want kids, this gets a little tricky now because now the kids, now you're, whereas beforehand, you were at the mercy of divorce court, although this all falls under family court. Now you're going to go and <clears throat> child custody court, family court. So now you're back in. And there, I, I don't know, there's no way to legally unentangle yourself from um, the financial and legal risks that come with children. That I don't have an answer to. But by God, you better make sure you love that. And that woman loves you and she's the right gal. Because you all keep choosing the wrong people. And as I said before, I don't give a damn if you two hate each other and get divorced. That's fine. If you have kids, oh, you don't even want to know what President Cappy would do. 
You don't want to know. I, I've divorced parents. Like they have kids. I'm like, okay, you are paying an extremely high level of taxes that goes into a fund for your children. And we will be up your ass so far. You'll be working two freaking jobs. I have to raise my children. Nope. You obviously don't care about your children. Absolutely not. You are all working two full-time jobs until I say so. Oh, and we're taking 65% of your income and it goes to the kids that you failed to raise. In any case, that's not here nor there. <clears throat> um, but the kids, I don't know. There again, you got to talk to a divorce lawyer. And that's that's there's your answer. There's no life without risk. We can you can eliminate or pretty much almost eliminate all the risks associated with marriage. Um, especially with trust fund. I mean, go you know, set set up a trust, get your money out of your name. Give it to someone you trust. And then maybe you could go ahead and all that. And and there might be some finance. Obviously, there's financial protection that comes like if you had kids and wifey poo wanted assets or whatever. Nope. Mm -mm, nope. But the kids, I don't have an answer to that. You, you damn well better make sure that your wife, pseudo wife, is a loving, doting mother who doesn't want to just have kids, but actually wants to raise them. Your wife says, well, I'm going to drop the kids off at daycare when they're two weeks old because mommy got to go back to work with her MBA. That is not a loving woman. That is not a loving mother. That That is a, a robot that is incapable of being a loving mother. You you and guys, they're, they, after enough courtship and dating and you find out what the they're between the finances and the decisions they're going to make. And they say, hey, what are your goals? My goal is to get an MBA, da, 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 but I also want to have four kids. No, no, not congruent. <clears throat> because I'll be perfectly honest. Sorry, ladies. You're not responsible enough to handle a marriage. You're not responsible enough to have kids. Definitely not responsible enough. And so there you guys go. That is the best argument I could give you to avoid marriage. Just avoid the contract. Just avoid it having any entanglement with the government. And then when it comes to kids, you're kind of on your own. And honestly, I'd be looking, but you really want kids, you really, I'd be going overseas to like where it's more like, no, my kids are not taught touchy feely groomer time with the public school teachers. No, <laughs> we're going to like, where's the pissed off Orthodox people? Where are they at? Where's the Muslim countries? Where, where are we going with us? Let's go there. All right. <clears throat> so link below, I have a link called the book of numbers. If you guys don't believe me, I, this is the only other thing I could think of. Uh, Book of Numbers analyzing the ROI and the pursuit of women. Um, to The numbers, men are a little bit more receptive to math. This one might slap you across the face as to how bad it is out there. This, it doesn't really focus on, you know, all uh, marriage and the risks of marriage, but it shows you like there is. Like, I think it's 2.7% of women in the United States are marriageable of marrying age range. If you count for deal breakers, what are those deal breakers? I don't know, like tattoos, bodily mutilation, another man's kids, drug addiction, bad finances. It's all in there, been actuarially sanctified by St. Fred. Uh, but if, if you know, for two-hour read and whatever, 15 bucks, whatever it is on the internet, I think that's a, that's a pretty healthy vaccination against losing $150,000 in, in divorce and Lord knows how many years of your life. That's it, guys. There, there you go. 
All right. <clears throat> Let's go to the super chats. Azriel, first of his name, two bucks. Hey, Cappy, hope you're doing fine, enjoying the decline. I am. I am. The internet's a little crap, and we got uh, a lot of technical difficulties after a lightning strike, but you know. Alaska Jack, 10 bucks. I don't understand why people continue to get married in 2023. I never found marriage to be appealing. I'd, I'd be curious, uh, Jack, the people like you and me who, who very early on had a negative view of marriage, like, no, it's not for me. It's not going to happen. One of how much of us came from divorced families. We're like, this is ridiculous. This is just stupid. <clears throat> the adults are acting like children. Um, it'll, it'll come. It'll happen. As more and more family lives are are destroyed, either through divorce or parents loving their career, their politics more than their children, um, it, it, it people just I'm not going to have family. <clears throat> but yeah, I I think, but man, I know they don't talk. Men want to have sex, obviously, but a lot of people don't talk about. Men do want to get married, generally speaking, and have a family. Uh, goth rocker 10 bucks it's really good it's really sad how society has caused a separation and downright hate towards white men dude don't <clears throat> have you seen the backlash the passport bros have gotten it's not just white men i know the political level but man do the sisters hate the brothers we're all in this together i mean at, at least on on this angle we could talk about affirmative action and, and specifically racial stuff later but when it comes to this western women are conditioned to hate men and basically replace them with a government check. I'm, I wish I was joking. Go watch the Barbie movie if you don't believe me. I'm not making this up. It's here. It's now. The, the Russians are at our gates. We, the, there are, and we need to arm. And I'm not saying we got to arm up and all that. But it's happening. It's happening. Um, but yeah, don't. Yeah, I'm sure the hatred towards white men is certainly pumped up by the government, but you want to look at the battle of the sexes. I I don't know. Maybe Asian women are maybe still like their men because they're more traditional. Maybe. I don't know. We don't have a lot of Asian representation on this channel. I'm, I'm sure we have some Asian dudes, but we do have a lot of black Latinos and whites. Uh, we're welcoming guys. The Asians could come in. You can. Maybe they don't have problems. Maybe the women are just nice and making them food. I don't get it. You know, I'm 40 now and will always live alone, I feel. Yeah, it the it's not defeatist. I don't want to like, oh, there's never going to be any girls, which is, that's not me. There are good girls out there. If you happen to find one, absolutely. But man, you better get used to being alone because the percentages, again, go get. The book of numbers, <clears throat> the percentage of women out there, there's not an equal amount of interest in committing to a traditional loving relationship. That's what it is. Traditional is loving. That's it. Um, the, the, the girls have other priorities. They do, which is their right, their choice, but it ain't men. It, it is not family. Forum, 10 Canadian bucks. Long-term risks associated with marriage are higher than combat sports, downhill skiing, backcountry hiking, all because you could prep for those and the government isn't involved. Yeah, I, in all my thousands of miles of hikings, I ran into a mountain lion once that left me alone. I got poison ivy once and I ran into a couple hicks, but I had a gun. Um, the, it is absurd. Oh, by the way, gentlemen, if you were wondering, 
a lot of you are all worried about divorce. I wouldn't worry about divorce. I'd worry about a failure of marriage, which includes unhappily married couples. The percent, and get it in the book of numbers, your percent chance of being happily married till you death do you part is about 14%. Half you're going to get divorced, and then the other 28% of that, <clears throat> whatever if you do the math is going to be miserable percent failure rate no <clears throat> goth rocker oh hang on the internet's deciding to take a crap bear with me guys Well, it isn't the internet. <clears throat> I wonder if it's StreamYard. We just have to wait. We just have to wait. There I'm going. We're back. <clears throat> Goth Rocker, 10 bucks. I'm 40. My neighbor is 76. Just lost his wife together 57 years. Married 52. And that generation really believed in marriage and helping each other. It is sad what has happened in this country. Yeah, my neighbor, Norm. Norman Dorothy. <clears throat> she passed away two weeks before, I think, their 70th? No, I can't know. 60th. 60th. Um, oh, and they loved each other. You could just see it. It's amazing what happens when you girls put men ahead of your own lives and men put women ahead of their own lives. But that, that sure the hell ain't happening. <laughs> oh, she was a wonderful woman. Oh, she was sweet. I, I would shovel their driveway because they yeah, were like 80. They can't shovel it. And a little angel. I, yeah, Dorothy, you ain't shoveling. You and Norm ain't shoveling. No, <laughs> you're not shoveling. And uh, it was a short little drift. It was nothing. But. Yeah, they don't make Dorothy's anymore. Ancient man, five bucks. Brown guy here. I wouldn't go near the sisters of the community. I, I said, tell, tell the, tell uh, the other guy. I, yeah, I don't envy the black community. I don't. I see you women. I and I will say this. I, I don't. Again, all women of all types. You're gonna have women that love God, love their men. Racially speaking, are indifferent about the men and actively hate their men. Uh, out of all the racial groups within the United States, I think black men are the most uh, loathed and contempted uh, by their women. Generally, there are black women who love black men, of course. But, man, I uh, without a doubt, without a doubt, um, <clears throat> you know, I'm not saying it's all great here in white world. But, man, the sisters don't like you guys. Man, they got some delusion about. <laughs> I'm just curious. For the, I have a question. It's like, how long did it take you guys to like say, wait a minute, I'm not dealing with another man's kids? Or there's so many simps within the black community, they're just so horny that they'll they'll bang anything. Like it just seems recently, and by recently, I mean past 10, 15 years, like I'm done with other men's kids. I'm like, about time. <clears throat> not that any other group in America, you know, men are like, oh she's she burning. Go that way about 100 miles into Wyoming. Got the same thing. Um, 
with the 20 foot pole, they do hate our guy. Man, they do. Generally speaking, I would say yes. Yes, they do. Uh, the cost from the ceremony to inviting the guests is ridiculous. I dodged a family member's wedding recently. You saved $3,000 by not attending. That's just you attending. I don't buy wedding gifts anymore. I don't. One of my best friends got married, I think, the third time. And she literally asked, like, hey, did you give a, a, a gift? I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm sick. And I told her because she's my friend. I'm like, I'm sick and tired of you getting divorced. When you're married for 10 years, I'll get you an anniversary gift. I'm not really. The number of times they, <clears throat> you go through this bullshit ceremony and everyone gets dragged. Everyone, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of investment from everyone. You know, 100 people show up. That's a lot of time, a lot of investment. Raise a family, have some children, da da da, and then you all get divorced anyway. F off. I'm not, no one should be giving wedding gifts anymore. There's no wedding gifts. You should only get anniversary gifts. Oh, you made it 50 years? Here's your gold cup. Here's, here's a really nice gift. You made it five? Here's your styrofoam trinket. Here's your floaty thing you can attach to your keys. So if you go boating, they don't sink. There you go. You made it five years. Congratulations. You're a typical low-grade American. <laughs> Ten. All right. Here's a tin cup. Oh. Azrael, first of his name, two bucks. As a brother, I appreciate your condolences, Cap. I, it's, yeah, we could, here's what it is. It's the exact same light going into slightly different prisms. And the light that comes out of these prisms is slightly different. But physically, it's all the same. So you got the exact same light of feminism going into the white guy prism and the Hispanic prism and the black man's prism. And it just shoots out a little bit different because of our cultural differences. But it's still all the same. It's still all the same. Whatever racial disparities and problems of mind, it's like we it, it really is like the United States and the Soviets. Like, hey. We can fight amongst ourselves after, but we got to deal with this guy with the funny mustache killing everybody. Let's combine our forces and deal with this. Because, look, and, and I'll be writing about this later. If you ain't going to have families, if they ain't going to be kids, it's going to end. It will end. Well, I don't worry. I'm sure other people will read into the future. <clears throat> but whatever culture everyone thinks they got, it will all be gone. You know, a couple generations. And I'm also obviously as an economist, like, man, do you know what the economic ramifications are of this? And then goes like, what? Oh my God, economics, it's so boring. I'm going to go watch TMZ. My goodness, did you see the new Barbie? Ancient Man, five bucks. Add a lady full of Tyrone's seeds staring at me like I was the father at that point. I quit my ex with three abortions. Requesting kids didn't help with three. Wow. Didn't she know how birth control works? Holy cow. Alex Pitino, truck. See, Alex is doing it right. He's got a nice, loving, doting wife. He works hard. Kids like him. Alex Pitino, truck driving Latino agent in the field. Five bucks from Terrence Pop. She's different, and she she's different as she loves me. <laughs> Good old Pop. <clears throat> I texted him. I got a request from a guy who he's got a question about marriage versus the military. I'm like. I got the guy who can answer the, the best guy in the country who can answer that question lives in Michigan. 
And I've, I'm going to have him answer it, not me. All right, there you guys go. Thanks for all the Super Chat donations. Got more on the way. We'll see you guys later. Toodles. Such an asshole. Hello, children. Uh, hot Cappy. We're in the mid-90s out here in Sewer, Dakota. Anonymous writes, good morning. The hedonistic approach seems to be a life of misery in constant pursuit of oblivion. None of the pleasures can achieve fulfillment, if not combined or leaded by a man's inner goal of vision of meaning, like rats that constantly push dopam- a dopamine button. Without satisfaction, that also increases unhappiness because of receptor desensitization or just the law of supply and demand. Like you flood something. Um, <clears throat> there's other philosophical ways to describe it. Philosophers greater than me in the past have, have uh, addressed this, but um, uh, the hedonic treadmill, obviously, me coming from the uh, economics field would just call it the law of supply. Like if you you know, you get one hot redhead with tiggle bitties once a decade, you're going to like, oh, my God, I'll pay anything for it. If you got five of them showing up at your door every morning, like, get the hell out of here and leave me alone, you crazy women. <laughs> um, But yeah, and then and then also not only not only pure oversupply, like the novelty wears away as as supply goes on. As you get older, there's there's fewer and fewer things that are new under the sun. It it's a challenge. It is a huge challenge. <clears throat> Pleasures always lead to dependency that will get you into in an uncomfortable outcome or outcome or deserves an adequate amount of time and support time and money to support your vision of life. In my humble opinion, intellectual achievements are the only ones that could possibly get us to the point of developing our lives not in quantity but in quality measures. I don't have enough experience nor wisdom and need your opinion on this topic. And I, and I responded, I say, dude, I'm in the same boat. This is the, <clears throat> there's not that many big gorillas left to wrestle in this room, but this is one of the, what, this is one of the biggest ones. One of the few that remain. And as I'm going to guess, because I didn't have a classic liberal arts education and no one gets that anymore because you're all about, Oh my God, suck Marx's pain, more money for me. That's your liberal arts degrees. Now, I guarantee I've read it maybe through the Stoics or, or what limited research I've done on YouTube. This has been the existence and purpose and meaning of life. And the hedonic treadmill has been addressed by other philosophers, I guarantee you, thousands of years ago. <clears throat> and other people more informed about what those books are, what the, the school of philosophical thought is. Would be, I hope you kindly recommend it in the, uh, the comment section. But I think it was the Stoics. Uh, but yeah, me personally, I yeah, I I uh, I had to wrestle with this. I still wrestle with it now. Um, when I was writing the menu, life without the opposite sex, because as I said before, many times, like okay, your family would be, you know, a lot of you guys wouldn't have this problem if you had a bunch of little rugrats running around, knocking over vases, <clears throat> giving you hugs or whatever, loving, supporting wife or, or husband. <laughs> 
Um, if you had other people in your life, yeah, this this really what's the point for the family? Family. I know we make fun of Vin Diesel for it, but it's true. Uh, but this is a this is you guys, even if you did have family, the, the accomplished patriarch would inevitably get to like, okay, now what? Like, is this it? I raised the family, I got grandchildren and all that. There would still be like, is it what else have I got? Should I be doing something else? And for many young people in the West, you are being fast forwarded to that position because you ain't going to have no family. You're not going to have love. You might have it, but it'll be temporary. Statistically speaking, I'm, I'm <clears throat> not being a Debbie Downer. I'm not being black pill. I'm just saying you're going to have it. It'll be temporary. It will either end in divorce and you'll maybe have your kids half the time or it'll be an unhappy marriage. There's only a 14 percent chance you're going to be happily married. All right. Even those numbers, I wonder, because that's backwards looking. This is back when women were hot. Okay. I don't know what's going forward. Oh, my God. <clears throat> but uh, even if you were to have this temporary detour through the realm of family and marriage, you're going to be dropped off back here at this spot. And most of you, either because your, your marriage and your family will have ended early, prematurely, or you're just not going to have one. We're all going to face this very quickly. Some of you, even in your 20s, because you're just like, no, nah, I don't want to get married and that's not going to happen. Or you've never thought or you're just so busy trying to get by and survive that you also know hit you at like 30. Like, oh, my God, now that I got like stability, what do I do in life? <clears throat> so we're all going to face this. Um, and you will find out that, yeah, it's really great partying. You know, why do 50 year old men not go to nightclubs anymore? Because we're tired of it and it's stupid. <laughs> Why don't you play with Lincoln Logs or Legos anymore unless you're Jack Napier? Because you did it before. Why are you getting tired of movies? Well, they kind of suck, but you've you've been to many movies before. And you're like, okay, what else is there in life? And so um, <clears throat> I, I have my answers, and I'll go through them before. And they parallel what's written in the menu. Life without the I – mean, yeah, the menu, life without the opposite sex. It's a menu of things to do in life. And the reason I had to write it is because half of the people are going to be forecasted to never be married, 45%, uh, by 2030. And that's not my numbers. You go talk to the people who wrote Rise of the She Economy. Oh, boy, that sounds fun. Um, so without that, yeah, I had to sit and think about it a little bit. Uh, and in which, in which direction... What else should be added to the equation? And in which direction should I walk? Which path did you choose? <clears throat> Three parts in your book, Curse of the High IQ. Okay, I guess, yeah, you guys can recommend it. Um, that's, so, all right, here's what I came up with, both sitting down and rethinking this again and then consulting my notes for the menu. All right, first, human conversation and interaction, if you can get it. Obviously, the most Traditionally important one of that would have been the love of your life and any consequential children. That is not going to be on the on the menu for one and two of you. So we have to move on. Me personally, this is what I have found solace and fulfillment and reward in. All right. History. If you can't get human interaction today, you can't get human interaction in the past because people have written things down. We have a history. Um, this is more than just like an entertaining story of fiction. It's like, no, this actually happened. You see what kind of culture you belong to, human race, that kind of thing. 
And I understand you're not going to have a great conversation with your average dipshit American who doesn't know that Canada is to our north and Mexico is to our south. <clears throat> and so I found uh, great intellectual rewarded stimulation in history. Philosophy, also history. But again, you're still having kind of conversation with people who are long dead. I would love to hang out with Arthur Schopenhauer. I would love to hang out with him. He's not alive anymore. Thank God he wrote some things down. And kind of like how you boys will get your sexual substitute on with the prawn. You can get your intellectual discussion and substitute on through reading philosophy books. Um, this then leads to another subcategory of philosophy, and that'd be religion. Religion, although you're worshiping a deity or deities, a god or gods, and that's the main point and purpose, and it's more focused on the afterlife and salvation and how do you get there and how do you end up in heaven and not hell. <clears throat> There's that. Um, it still does have some philosophy in it on how and why you should lead your life. All the different all the different religions like Hinduism, Islam, Christianity, Judaism, and some of the Eastern philosophies, which would be the third category I mentioned before, that that Venn diagram or migrate a little bit over into religion. Um, <clears throat> Taoism, uh, Buddhism, Hinduism, that kind of thing. Uh, TFM is very versed into the different Eastern philosophies. But whether it's a philosophy or the subcategory of religion, you know, philosophy will say, okay, here's what other men have come through and thought of, and, and maybe it'll, it'll paint a path for you. Religion almost provides a community on top of it and an answer. Now, me, I don't know if I could subscribe to religion, but if, you know, think about how nice that is. Oh, here's this God in the sky, and here's all the right answers. Follow this. And even, even though it is religious and those are religious texts, they're still anchoring and bearing in the real world and the secular world. It won't work otherwise. I, I don't know if it's Leviticus or whatever, like don't bang other people's wives. Well, it's not because that's religious. It's because it's just a general rule to follow. <laughs> so it works. Whether you're Christian or not, it, it doesn't, you know, just, it, it'll work for pretty much anyone. So the religion, the added benefit would be community, although not modern day Christianity in the West, because it's like, oh, my God, we're so woke and love communism. You know, the star and sickle has replaced the crucifix quite some time ago. But if you're at a, a real religion, a real church, a real synagogue, and it's not political, there's a lot of solace that comes in. And it's kind of like, OK, this has been answered to you by God. And so just do these things and pray. Follow these rules and 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 live your life in God. And even whereas God might be a literal concept in religion, it could be a metaphorical, no, not metaphorical, <clears throat> a philosophical concept in that it is a purpose and meaning. So like there's God and he's an entity, an actual being, and there's rules and and, and you could talk to this person or God. But then there's the concept of God where, oh, there's this entity out there. The, the, everything is taken care of. I don't have to worry about the afterlife. And there's a calm and a solace that comes. So the, even the philosophical concept of God has some practical 
psychological philosophical benefits as well. So I'm, and I don't, I don't begrudge people and I'm not your left. Remember the leftists were so cool and edgy. Oh my God. You're a Christian. Why don't you make fun of the Muslims? <laughs> That's why I thought, wonder if Christians start punching people's in faces if you mock Christians. Um, so there's that. Then this is me more like, okay, what paths did you, did you take? So I do tune into history podcasts. I do tune into philosophy. I try like the Dickens to get human conversation. It's pretty much impossible, but that's why you should treasure and cherish intelligent humans and interesting humans when you find them. <clears throat> but me adventure. God or nature, whatever, universe, whatever you want to call it, uh, has put this planet here for all of us. And I'm going to hike the mountains and I'm going to ride the motorcycles and I'm going to swim. the. I just did. I just did swingy swingy rope today. You go into Rapid City. It's 96 degrees out here. Um, I had to drop off some recycling. And by the recycling place, there's the Rapid Creek. And on the Rapid Creek at this bend, this one put a rope over a tree branch and you swing off of it like a Mountain Dew commercial. Me and my buddy who's visiting up from uh, Nevada. I'm like, hey, let's go. We did it. It was great. That was, okay, now, is it Indiana Jones and finding the Lost Ark? No, but, you know, we got to do swinging rope. <clears throat> any kind of adventure, any kind of exploration, traveling heavily falls under it, and I strongly recommend that in the menu for both men and women. The one in my research when I was doing the menu was called Epicureanism. I guess this falls philosophy, but I want to break it out. Because a lot of people say, oh, vice is bad. And I have a philosophical, uh, <clears throat> I have an unresolved philosophical issue with vice. I think humans need vice to live. I think it is the spice of life. And I've always said the best uh, vice is sex, especially in the modern day, because you can have sex without having kids. I'm not saying do heroin. I'm not saying do meth. I'm not saying pick up cigarette smoking because there are bad vices. <clears throat> but there are, there is even the ones that are like, ah, drinking. Okay, technically it's bad. But if you could control it, you're not an alcoholic. Yeah, man. Alan Watts, he loved drinking. Why are you doing? I like it. Go ahead and do it. Um, you know, we pick on Vlad and, and Atham. Uh, and I, you know, these two dopey potheads, they're not potheads. They enjoy marijuana every once in a while and some other things. Occasionally it doesn't affect them. They're responsible adults. And, um, whatever, whatever that vice is eating. All right. Are you working out? Are you, you know, are, or are you okay? You're not going to attract members of the opposite sex. You're okay being a little bit overweight, but you're still going to be healthy and exercise and all the having sweets and treats. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so Epicureanism was like responsible hedonism. It was a, a notch down from here. Hedonism, you practice that until it, it hurts you. <clears throat> destroys your family, destroys your relationships, kills you, you know, with overdosing and things like that. Epicureanism is a responsible management and use of your vice or your participation in vice. And I, I found that a very interesting and unheard of until that time uh, philosophy. So hobbies, I guess, would fall under this a little bit. Maybe, no, I'm not using it. I was going to say passions. I'm not going to use that. that. That word means nothing now. 
I'm passionate about taking men's money through taxation and giving it to causes that won't work because I feel good about myself and that makes me popular in America. I'm a Democrat girl. Okay. I'm not even joking about that. That's 100% descriptive of modern American Democrat females. Um, but hobbies where, you know, I'm, I'm going to get into brewing whiskey or distilling whiskey. You don't even drink. I know, but I kind of like the idea. I can like make it, see if it comes out all right. Um, you know, what else are my hobbies? Like crafts, this, you know, I get, is it a vice? Not really. If you're good with woodworking and carpentry. Um, <clears throat> but you know, <sighs> gardening i'm I'm trying to think things that aren't going to be your profession but you take great joy in and it technically is a waste of time it is a waste of resources but you enjoy it and you find something you know a japanese uh a garden or was it a buddhist garden where they have the the rake and the bonsai tree cutting what whatever it is I'm a little bit more adventuresome, obviously, but that Epicureanism, vice and hobbies would be another thing. And then, uh, as always, is production and profession, where it's your career, where it's your job or whatever it is. Like, this is the I am a pilot. I'm a damn good pilot. I am a Uber driver and I and I. I do the best call centers and the quickest. I am, you know, the things I'm proudest of in my life are really dumb. When you think I, I had the fastest response times working security. Cause I was, I did, there was a competition. I was the best. I was one of the fastest on my bike. Um, I don't sound stupid, but I was proud of that. Uh, record number of escorts in one night, probably maybe even still stands to this day, 25 years later. Uh, doesn't really, but yeah, I'm proud of that. So some kind of production, you know, you write a book, man, no better feeling than when you write a book and like you finish it and it's published and the money starts right. Not even the money rolling in. It's just like, I'm done. I'm fine. I'm, uh, I'm done with it. It's great. As a production and profession. And then I would also say athleticism in there somewhere. You should be in physical shape. That's not, I would say necessary. I think you should work out just for the sake of keeping yourself alive and being good health. I don't think there's any philosophical reward there. I could be wrong. There's people who work out, maybe find it very spiritual, very rewarding. <clears throat> and uh, hang on. Just let me add this. And so those those are kind of the paths or the buckets that I'm putting my pennies into and my resources and my time into. And that's the best I could come up with in my thinking over the years and what I've put into practice. And just so you know, it doesn't put out, it, it doesn't extinguish it. It's like, oh, now I'm content. It's like, you're, you're, you know, like how many times can you go off a swinging rope? Well, not a thousand times. How many times can you hike the same peak? How many times can you ride the motorcycle? And then it's like, you got to find something new. It is a constant job. It is a constant challenge. And as I said before, if you had good humans in your life, it's like, oh, I can't, you know, like, I don't think about existentialism when I hang out with my nieces, just stuffing them full of sugar, take them to the park, feed and fish. I don't think about that. <clears throat> think about like, ah, oh, I'm going to squeeze your guts out. 
Should I throw you in the lake? No. Should I throw you in the river? No. Should I throw you in the swamp? No. I got to throw you somewhere. You should throw me nowhere. No, I got to throw you somewhere. Those are the rules. <laughs> By the way, she knows I'm not going to throw into any of those. She, she, she laughs. She smiles when I, when I say, where am I going to throw you? Um, but yeah, it, it's, uh, you'll come back home. You're like, Oh, is this it? Dude. I listen to podcasts every night before I go to bed. I don't let my brain just, uh, uh, and I will say, I wish, I wish I could be religious. Cause then I'm like, okay, I know what to do. If I actually believe it. Oh, this guy said that this God in the sky said to do these things. That's what I'm going to do and have faith and believe. And then you'd be, you wouldn't have this existential crisis or concern or where you wouldn't have to worry about the afterlife. Like, no, is what I do. It's all I do. <clears throat> but if you're secular, yeah, these are, you know, barring human interaction, human love, I mean, brotherly, familiarly, socially, and, and romantically or lustfully. Ew, grody. You mean sex. Ew, grody. Um, barring that, yeah, history, philosophy, religion, adventure, Epicureanism, and then production and profession. <clears throat> now, now, implementing it, came up with a couple notes after this. Uh, first, you have to break your addiction to stimulation, which heavily Venn diagrams and overlaps with genetics and instinct, like eating, obviously. You want to eat because it feels good, and that's how you survived in the past. Drugs or alcohol and any other because it makes you feel good good um so you have to break your addiction to stimulation much the same way getting that dopamine hit you're saying like no i'm not gonna you know i will leave the house just to go get a coffee why because i'm bored at the house is that a stimulation yes should i sit there and like an iron stoic just meditate my way out? i don't need to get the coffee there's coffee in the house. no you want to go out get a little bit of human interaction <clears throat> But if you're using booze or drugs or vice, or you're in a codependent relationship or something like that, um, you got to, or you're looking for the latest, if you're an adventure junkie, whether it's risking the overdose of heroin or risking the overdose of adventure, risking the overdose of, I don't know, whatever other, you, you got to give that up. You got to break that. And just being content as you are, sitting still, being content as you are, I am the last guy to ask about that. I am, that is one of the worst things I am, but probably because my passion is adventure. TFM, Turd Flinging Monkey is the guy to talk to about that. <clears throat> and I would love to hear his opinion on it. Um, the other thing I was going to recommend, and you can read, he has a book called The Way of Monkey Book, which is the modern day best, it is the best book on my on stoicism today. I know Marcus Aurelius's Meditations is, is the go-to Bible, but it was written for the before time. I would say the way of monkey book is the same underlying philosophy, but applied modernly and very clearly to today. And he'd be the one who can, he could sit in a room and be content with himself, not me. Uh, there's meditation. You could do that. I'm not good at it. Not good at it at all. I got wind chimes. That's progress. And I kind of sit and listen to them. I'm like, okay, I've been here 30 seconds. And then master. Stoicism, that's just something you're going to have to do no matter what. 
not only for the real world, but uh, for in the romantic world, but the philosophical world as well, your existential world. Like there's just some things that aren't going to happen. And there would be a perfect example. Like it sounds like you're struggling to get the answer. Maybe there is no answer. And you and I have to accept that. <clears throat> and then we, we're not going to achieve contentment, permanent contentment. There is only the pursuit thereof. And it's like uh, the journey was the trip or whatever. The journey was the destination. Some lame ass thing like that. I'd kill to be a kid again because you didn't worry about this. You just like It was like Calvin and Hobbes every summer. Oh, it's great. I, oh, nieces and nephews, they don't. You want to play croquet? You're damn right, I do, kid. Let's go. <laughs> You're horrible at it, but let's go play. <laughs> You're not going to follow the rules. You just want to swing a big club at a sphere. <laughs> God bless you. All right, let's go play. <laughs> you did good, kid. You did good. All right, let's get you a donut. Oh, who's that? And then one other thing to think about, and this has helped me make very great strides in the past two years alone is not that you're going to die. You are going to die. But do you want to have a significant part of your existence being wrestling with these questions that may not have an answer? And I go to anger management. <clears throat> I also try to it's very similar. Do I want to be angry all the time? No. Uh, do I want to wrestle with these questions? No. Keep, you know, you, you spin through your head all these times. It just means there is no answer to these questions. And all you're doing is stressing yourself out at minimum and frustrating yourself out or making yourself angry or desp uh, uh, d uh, depressed because there is no solution when you should just accept there is no solution. And so I'm trying to like make sure the last whatever, 25, 30 years I got on this planet, I am not like, oh, what do I got to do today? Like, no, I'm just going to go do it. Should I have the caramel roll? Or you have the caramel roll. Should I give the kid two hugs or three hugs, three hugs? <clears throat> you know, a, a kind of a, a more simpler version or anecdote to explain the concept of you know you're going to die and therefore do you want to be like in this mental state this entire time or even a, a percentage of it like my nieces and nephews they will grow up the nieces especially they're going to turn into teenagers and they're going to be prob statistically likely insufferable pains in the asses and uncle Aaron won't be cool anymore <clears throat> and so we are going to the malt shop. We are going to the playground. We are feeding the fish. We are going to throw. Oh, should we throw you in the creek? No. Should we throw you in the snowbank? No. Because the day is she doesn't want to be picked up by Uncle Aaron or Uncle Aaron won't be big enough to pick up a full grown woman. And that'd be weird. They're going to want to be on their phones. They're going to want to whatever. They're going to listen and say, hey, my teacher said to cut my tits off because I'm in the sixth grade and know everything. And then, you know, and, and then the time will be over. <clears throat> that time, they will not be little four-year-old girls anymore. It will be over. And the question is, did you spend it having fun with them or did you worry about it? And that's that's why I'm like, yeah, man, I anytime I catch myself like, no, mm -mm. And so it, it, and that is a larger subset of the overall philosophy is, do you want to die with regret? 
And usually that means, okay, take all the shots, ask out the girl, try this thing, sample the things, listen to William Shatner's song called uh, You'll Have Time. Actually, listen to it. But it also means it's not only regretting the things you didn't do, it is regretting the poor mental state or the things you worried about or concerned yourself with that ended up ultimately being a waste of time. <clears throat> and so anytime I'm like, hey, do you want to worry about this stuff or do you want to just like go have a cigar and chill out? Do you want to worry about this stuff or do you want to not, not order? Do you want to decree your girlfriend to put on some lingerie and give you a blowjob in the garage? <gasps> Epicureanism. Nothing bad happened of it. Look, garage blowjobs. Nothing bad has ever. Not in the history of the world has anything bad come of garage blowjobs. Oh my God, that's naughty and nasty. You're right. You shouldn't do it. And you should get cats and get fat and watch reruns of Sex in the City and just, oh my God, dirty, dirty men. Oh, they nasty, gross thing, and they only want one thing. You're damn right. <clears throat> and you find out who has. I I wonder. I gotta wonder. Do do you uh, younger women still alive today? But you know these old ladies are all about to die. Like do you do you regret not giving more blowjobs? Like do you regret? Like, how bad was it? <laughs> when you don't you wish you were a little bit more risque? Ooh, grody. Okay, fine. I don't know how the human. I don't even, Notice the billions of people being born, you know, every generation, but it seems to happen. Might as well enjoy it. <laughs> like, do you want to? Do you want to actually be that effed in the head? Think about that. <clears throat> Not to keep picking on them, but think of all the Western women that have this difficult psychological understanding or relationship, or have psychological angst associated with sex. Think about okay, they're they're. They have angst, concern, worry, or some other word about about sex. Wow. Uh, and it ends earlier for you, gals. I, I don't know if you knew how that works, but... And to be on your deathbed, like... Or maybe you should have tried to enjoy it a little bit. Maybe you should have had a little more... Maybe a little bit more risque and adventurous. <laughs> but to think about... Like, you're worrying about that all the time. You guys worry about it from a different angle. Like, hey, get girls. But who cares? Fine. You can't get girls. It's not going to go do something. Go have fun. Relax. Do you want to waste your time worrying about, in this particular case, an existential crisis? And are you maximizing? Uh, are, are you going down the right path? I think one of the key paths to go down is to not worry about whether you're going down the right path. Just to simply do your best. And I say, that's it. There, there is no right... <clears throat> There's wrong paths to take. Don't make, get me wrong. And there are right paths to take. All right. In terms of like, you know, you major in this, you don't major in that. Don't get people pregnant. You can't afford that kind of thing. Or don't get pregnant yourself. But philosophically, you know, the, I, I tell, show me one philosopher. Tell me, show me one philosopher who had the answer. Like, this is the path. And I think not worrying about necessarily if you're on the right path, but am I doing what I want? Am I making sure I'm not angstful? Or lessening my current standard in my enjoyment of life. Will I die with as little regrets as I possibly could have in control at this moment in time from here on out? I think that's the right path. And it's kind of, I don't know, an anti-path or re reverse psychology. But like, don't worry about your path. <clears throat> and then just so you know, just, I'm still like, yeah, could I, could I be? 
what if I did this mountain range in Montana as opposed to that one in Montana? Should I go this way for my motorcycle? And then it's just like, no, man, that's just stressing me out. It's just stressing me out. And I, I guarantee a lot of you, like, you're stressed out. Like, where do I go? Because you want to optimize everything, you know? Like, I want the best meal tonight. Do I want Chinese food or Italian? And even though that's a very simple, not important life question, it can cause stress and angst. Like, what if I really wanted Chinese better? Like, oh, I'm, I'm wasting my life. You're wasting your life hemming and hawing about the decision. So I think that is a key critical philosophical must you must implement in your practice of life philosophy that makes any sense <clears throat> um so that's it so resources okay hey, arthur schopenhauer please read his stuff or tune in podcasts about him the way of monkey book i mentioned that before get that the menu so arthur schopenhauer and way of monkey book would be more philosophical and spiritual and overarching strategy and philosophy when it comes to actual execution, I cannot recommend enough. For all of you, please go get the menu, Life Without the Opposite Sex. It is not about, oh, wascally woman don't want to get married. It's not that. It's like, okay, 50% are forecasted. Both men and women are not going to be married. What do you do in life? It is a life purpose book. And so I go through it like a menu. <clears throat> Here's some options. If you are a man, you can read the women's menu. It is not intended for you. There's a co-ed menu shareables am i cute appetizers i'm so cute but then there's the men's menu which is written for men there's the woman's menu which is written for women men if you read the women's menu you're going to disagree with it i understand ladies if you're here on my philosophical team you're going to read and say that sounds pretty horrible you're right it's for women your average rank and file women not the deeper more philosophical independent-minded types here okay a lot of people are like, I can't believe you recommended that to women. I'm like, are they going to listen to the? It's nothing stopping women from. Uh, oops, nothing stopping women from consuming the men's menu. Um, <clears throat> but I don't think they have an appetite for what's on the men's menu. They're only you're you're only going to eat what you're going to want to eat. So there you go. Um, and then let me go down here. Uh, <clears throat> oh, the dad you never had. Fathers, among many other things, have failed their children. The very first chapter I talk about in this course called The Dad You Never Had. Offered on Teachable, link below. You could search a Teachable, Dad You Never Had. You'll find it. But you need a reason to get up in the morning. And so I go through a very foundational, fundamental, like why you should get up in the morning, what's going to get you up. And not like, because you ought to. <clears throat> that goody two-shoes, 700 club, uh, net. Flanders Christian, like you really ought to because it's really not if you had religion, it would tell you believe it. You're like, oh, I should get up and do that. I give a secular reason to get up out of bed. Well, what is it? Well, I guess you're gonna have to take the course because I didn't sit there and ponder and think and suffer decades in life to like, oh yeah, here it is for free, buddy. So it starts on then it then it goes on to other things. Uh, so that's available too. And then, as I said before, in the comment section, no doubt there are people who are much more educated on philosophy and well-read. They're like, oh yeah, the I guarantee it's the Stoics. Someone in the Stoics camp has talked about this. There might be more modern day philosophers. There's no doubt some Eastern philosophers. I'm sure TFM would have a lot of insight and input on this. But uh, I'd appreciate it for those of you who are aware of these, you put them down below and help anyone tuning into that. That's it. All right. Now, <clears throat> do we have super chats? We have super chats. 
Michael Manker, 10 bucks. He used to work at a garden landscaping center. The bonsai tree guys were some of the biggest jackoffs I ever met. Even worse than dog moms. Like the people buying them and isn't it you're just supposed to prune them and that's it? I can't imagine it taking a long time. I know everything about um, bonsai trees from watching Cowboy Bebop and watching Jet. <clears throat> oh, I'm butchering it. That's it. That's all I know about bonsai trees. Fredericks Kingston, 20 kroners. I got to look it up. Singaporean dollars. Got to check out The Way of Monkey Book. Thanks. Yeah, it's good. It's also, I think, an audio book as well. And the book is also very visually pleasing. Uh, he put some artwork into it, so it's very nice. Nonstop Dre, uh, 362 bucks. Ray One said he regrets watching Cowboy Bebop. Gray One also thinks that Goldfinger is not the best James Bond movie ever. He is off. He is off culturally. All right. You got to look out for these theater, theater, because <clears throat> that's how you pronounce it. You got to look out for these theater people. They're not normal people. They're, um, they're, um, impaired. They're, uh, they're, they're, Tastes have been arrested, arrested development. They are not fully matured yet. And they um, they would not appreciate something like Cowboy. They're not, it's not their fault. They're just not capable of it. They lack the cogn cognitive ability to appreciate Cowboy Bebop. All right, that's it. That's it. Links below. See you guys later. Toodles. Such an asshole. So uh, someone emailed me, uh, an agent in the field emailed this uh, links to a YouTube video and a uh, private charity link. And I got to be careful about what words I use, not because anyone can say anything. But I just don't want to give this person any help, no help whatsoever. And because there's so many leftists out there that would hate a person like me, like I'll show him I'm going to help this person. And so I'm I'm going to I'm just going to say he sent me this person's YouTube video. Then he sent me a link to their their nonprofit um, account. And uh, well, I'll just read it here. Uh, it's oh, <clears throat> uh, Clary original video content for you. The lesbian trap in a state that is red. Did you say a state that is red? And um, I also had a. A request I couldn't find it. Someone paid me for a regular video, and then he also paid me for an original. So here's your original. This guy didn't, but I'm gonna kill two birds with one stone. So if you go to this person's YouTube video a channel, they um they're an Etsy. It's a girl. It's a girl, I think, because they claim to be trans. Um, I think it's a girl. Looks like a girl. I wish if you're going to be trans, you convincingly transition to the other. You're like, oh, wow, I didn't. I thought you were a guy. I think that out of out of politeness for the rest of society, if you're going to do it, do it, you know. So there's no ambiguity. Don't make me guess. They had a whole skit on Saturday Night Live about this called Pat. It was funny back in the day when we could laugh at such things. We still can. But don't don't make me guess. I think she's a girl, though. 
she looks effeminate. I naturally want to call her she, so I think she's a girl. <clears throat> and of course, she has a partner. She's a lesbian, of course, because of course she is. And her crafts, I won't say what, her she has these crafts, these Etsy crafts. And sit down, everybody. Sit down. Everyone got their sitting You got your sitting down chair? Do you have your sitting down? Everyone got their sitting down chair? Okay, get ready to sit down. I don't want you to be floored. I don't want you to floor, floor, uh, fall down to the floor. Um, All the themes are rainbow and trans color, the pink and the blue. Kind of like those pastel baby colors. Like it's blue, pink, and, well, cornflower, blue, pink, and white. The trans flag, which they came out with last week. <clears throat> that's That's all it is. That's all she does. Her craft, she makes a thing. I won't say what. Because I also don't want this truly worthless person. Not because she's trans or lesbian or anything. like because she doesn't want to work. That's what it boils down to. I don't want to help out this. And this person, no doubt, hates my guts. Even though I'm very libertarian and very like, oh, do what you want. Just don't ask me for money. That's the real problem they have with me. No, you don't get my money. And right off the bat, and you, you assume, yeah, you're damn right I do. And I'm right, and you should too. It has nothing to do with the cute little rainbow flags and the trans flag this person wears. It has nothing to do with um, the way they dress and the way they have that kind of amorphic or not amorphic, asexual, thick rim, Rachel Maddow glass. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do that this person is not working. That's my only complaint with people. And like the typical cowards that these leftists typically are, they will run and go hide behind their traits and identities and things they were born with or they chose. Or I accuse at least, at least, depending on what trait you're talking, like mental illness, 80% of you are faking it. And then changing your sexual identity, like what, one-fifth of Zoomers claim? No, no, like... 18 out of that 20% are faking it. You're just doing it for attention. And then I will say once again, I'll point out once again, you don't see a lot of chemical engineer, gay, trans, bi, <clears throat> um, ADHD, whatever. You don't see a lot of jack rip Democrats. You don't see a lot of successful leftists. And the, the uniting thing isn't even necessarily their politics. They just don't want to work. They just don't want to work. And if there's a reality in the world that will not relent, it's that, that you are a energy-consuming entity, which means you must uh, go and get more calories of energy in to feed you, not to mention house yourself and clothe yourself. Like, you're not just born, and the laws of physics bend to your will and you just wish things out of thin air, you have to carve a living out of the world. Now, with technology and modern markets and free markets and capitalism, uh, you got do you have a smartphone? Oh, you do? Okay, shut up. <clears throat> We've made it a lot easier. We have the division of labor. You go and you serve coffee, and you go and you do accounting, and you go and you fix cars, and you go and you do whatever thing you do. And we all exchange money and we are allowed to produce a lot of things at a low price, making things very affordable. But this person's making a craft. I guarantee you nobody wants Nobody wants it because these aren't impressive crafts. 
It's like, you know, it's like uh, the the husbands that would come in and apply for coma loans for their wife. My trophy wife, who has no skills or talents whatsoever, except she was hot and I married her. She would like to start a bobble shop. <laughs> Why? Because she's too lazy to become an accountant or a nurse or something that actually has a skill and a talent. So then you go to the GoFundMe. Let me click on this. Um, and because they are in a red state, uh, they view that they are escaping a tyrannical government, which you're not. You may not like it in this red state, but you're not. It's not a tyrannical government, and uh, they want to leave this state so they could go to a blue state. Uh, they claim. That it's dangerous for them. That's that's not true. I know people in that state. They're very libertarian. They'll let you. Okay, do your thing. <clears throat> uh, we're looking to move to a leftist crap hole. All right. Fine. And we have no money. Uh... There's a bunch of woke leftist crap that they do to say, look, I so care. I do I do leftist things. And and they say um, they really regret having asked for help. Why don't you get a job? See, it's it's the leftist. It's that they can't not again, not because of their politics. I mean, back if you go back in my day, the Democrat Party was the party of the workers. They were union workers, real workers. Now they're the party of trust fund uh, babies and and people who fake mental illness. They're just they're just sponges. They're the party of sponges. And so they give an amount that they need to move. And it's about what you'd expect. It's about what you'd expect to move. Right. A couple thousand dollars. You're telling me between two people, you guys can't scratch up a thousand dollars. You can't go and work at a place for a week and a half. And even then, have you guys not heard of Greyhound? Have can you just rent a car? One way car rental is going to be like a couple hundred bucks. What possible nice stuff do you own? You can't possibly have any nice stuff. You have no money. And the only reason I want to bring this up is not to pick up on, on, on this individual, but to show you guys, again, here's, here's proof positive. You may hate it that these leftists, and I would say lying hypocritical cowards who hide behind made up traits that they do or do not, that they don't have. I'm sorry, that they don't have because there are legitimately trans people and gay people and people with mental disorders. I agree, right? But for every one of them, as I've said, many times it's like 19 that are faking it. And isn't it always interesting that it is 100, like the correlation coefficient is 1.00, all right, maybe 0.98. With people who major in fluffy bunny studies and don't know how to manage, like don't know how to spend less than they make, aren't engineers, aren't accountants, don't go to the gym, aren't good looking. 
resort to tattoos and dyeing their hair crazy zany colors. <clears throat> because that's easier than grooming yourself and going to the gym and dieting. And like the picture of the lady in the, at the thumbnail, if you recognize, that's from um, a protest. I think it's some crazy French women who showed up to a protest naked, just screaming. They were just screaming. And you look at that woman's face. She's she's feral. She's mentally ill. She's miserable. And while you guys think, man, they get all this assistance and how can't they? That's another thing. I mean, How can you in 2023 with all the assistance, with all the government money, <clears throat> with all the preferential hiring, she plays the part. The, she does look trans. Why can't you get hired? Why can't you work? Why can't you make ends meet? <laughs> it's because they fear labor and work more than anything else in the world. You know how Rolo says what? Um, women hate betas so much they'll go to college for four years and $100,000 in debt and work a corporate job before marrying one. These people are so afraid of work. They'll go live in tents. They'll they'll go tat up their bodies and say it has some kind of great meaning. <clears throat> they'll dye their hair. They'll join political causes and crusades. They will lick the genitalia of people that they are not genetically attracted to because it's edgy and it's cool. That's what their teachers told them to do. Anything to get value and purpose and meaning in life as long as it doesn't require work. And where does it end up? It ends up here. Like you could get all the government money in the world and you can't you can't think hang on i gotta figure out a car rental let me see go see what a car rental would cost <clears throat> one way i just want to see what what the rates are <laughs> Um, come on, just <laughs> okay. I have to type it in again. I thought I could just type in. Uh. Nope, that's not it. Okay. <clears throat> God, I remember why I don't like renting cars. Just please, just give me some numbers. <laughs> they won't even give me a price. <laughs> okay, Enterprise sucks. Don't go with Enterprise. I will never rent with Enterprise ever again. One way. It, okay. Here's okay. $28 a day from 20. Let's say it's 50. Let's say you got to go two days. Let's say it's an extra hundred bucks because it's a one way. Fine. 200 bucks, huh? What is that life like? What is that? What's it like being a 38 year old that has student loan debt? And you're going to let that albatross hang around your neck until you're dead because you're too afraid to go get a second job, assuming you even have a first one. 
<clears throat> what's it like when you wake up in the morning and say, you know, it's a good idea. You know, it's a good idea. I'm going to disrobe and go into the public square down in Paris and yell and just scream with a bunch of my other man-hating female friends. Or you know what? Instead of becoming a dentist, I'm, I'm going to claim I'm a different gender. To the point I'll even put on the show and make it my entire point and purpose. And then I'll make crafts. That won't be and then and then when this genius plan fails, I will blame the patriarchy and straight people or Trump or whoever. What's it like? And I'm not joking, guys. Obviously, this is an extreme example, but nine out of ten leftists, nine out of ten Democrats, they are miserable people because they simply don't want to work. And that fear that they gotta constantly panhandle. Their entire fate and well-being is in the hands of other people. It's how an election goes. And, okay, it's one thing to merely be a parasite, to, but to be an emotional parasite, to be an emotional. Like, leeches just want to suck your blood. They don't get, But they don't like, oh, my God, I'm a leech. I'm the greatest thing ever. I have this moral crusade to fight the human or the deer or whatever came through the water that I attached myself to. Imagine that your entire life value was based on traits you claim to have, fake having, or actually do have. Doesn't matter. Like your traits. And that you're not going to work, so you're never going to have money. You're going to go into debt because you're just too intelligent not to go to college. You're going to major in something stupid because you're too lazy to do math. So you're coming out of the gates by 25 at latest. With $100,000 in debt, no real skills. And then on top of all that, you look at yourself in the mirror and you jerk off to it every day. Because that's the thing is your skin color or your genitalia or what you believe you are. Or what mental disorder you claim to have. <clears throat> what do you do at the end of the day? What do you live for? I don't know how you do it. I have a hard enough time. Like, for example, I couldn't care less. Oh, you're a white male. So I am. Uh, didn't. Didn't have a say in that matter. I have a hard enough, not, not, I don't get caught up on my traits. I don't get caught up on my politics. Libertarianism, leave people the F alone and let them be free. Pretty simple. I don't like, have you heard of our Lord and Savior, the evils of central banking? I don't go that. It's just like, yeah, leave people alone. Let them be. Let them keep their money. Pretty simple. <clears throat> I don't base my value on, oh, I'm a libertarian. <laughs> you still have a hard enough, like, God, what do I got to do? I got to figure out something to do today. What gives me value? What gives society value? What am I going to do? Especially if you don't have kids, because obviously I don't have. You have kids, then it makes sense. Well, ladies, you don't need to know that, because like, oh, children are icky and gross. You don't need a husband either. I won't give you a point in period. You go get your MBA and be a leftist. That's why we'll give you. That's why all the white women. Middle age, my age are on the antidepressants because they're just having so much fun. <laughs> they're so happy. And just just enjoy it, guys, because they've wasted it. They've wasted. Look, I understand one thing if you want uh, to help out uh, the disadvantaged, right? Charity doesn't work. The welfare state doesn't work. But, okay, let's just say you're well-intended. 
And I can understand that you want to make everything fair and equal opportunity, not equal outcomes. That's a quick way to destroy an economy. Uh, And I understand social freedoms, obviously. Hey, this is my body. I like that type of person. Now F off. You got it. I wasn't effing in to begin with, but uh, you mistook my hello for an effing in. Now I'm going to F off. Like, yeah, do you think that's your your line? I don't want to tell you what to do. But when when essentially parasitism and traits is your core to a being, holy mental illness and pain for the rest of your life, Batman. Achieving absolutely nothing. Oh, and now you got a panhandle because you can't afford to move. Two people can't afford to move. I think I... With gas, I think I threw everything in my truck and for like no more than $80 of gas made the move. <clears throat> so for all you sane people who work real jobs and don't value yourself based on traits you have made up or real, faking, that mental illness really pisses me off because there are people who obviously suffer from that. Uh, for those of you who are, like upset that these people get all the government money and da, 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 still can't manage it, what would it be like to be them, guys? What would that be like? And it's got to be. Could you imagine being a writer in Hollywood thinking people want to hear your crap? Can you imagine how far you imagine how miserable they are? We can't make rent. Well, maybe you shouldn't have been a writer or maybe you should have another job. <clears throat> oh, well. All right, let's go to the super chats, and then Cappy's going to go for a motorcycle ride. Reen Schwarzer, five bucks. Cappy, any thoughts on Barbie? Or is it just more proof women do hate men, or hating men is good marketing now, considering it's making money? I think I I didn't see it. Uh, I have listened to the Critical Drinker, a couple other people's review. I guess it's pretty clear propaganda. I don't know. I won't know until I see it, which I'm not going to. Um. I guess you got to see if it grows legs, like see how much it drops uh, <clears throat> next week in the box office. But I, I don't care. Look, if if women want to hate men because it's popular or, or you just want to, okay, go ahead. I, I don't care. And if mo- Hollywood wants to make movies and girls want to watch movies about misandry, I, I don't care. Go ahead and do it. I have more important things to do. But based on Critical Drinker and uh, Midnight's Edge, uh, and I trust their their viewpoint. Not on Extraction Two, they thought that was a great. Like that is a horrible movie. <clears throat> and I, I always, you know, you got to be worried about going too far. Is everything now that's got a little funny joke at the expense of a guy? Is that misandry? Is it just a lighthearted joke? Um, penguins. Uh, zero he he didn't hate it but it wasn't for him uh so i i don't i think the fact barbie made money was more due to the fact it's a very popular brand remembered by what three four generations of women it looked fun the marketing looked fine i you, you'll find out we'll find out next week i don't don't worry about whether or not women hate men and and it's profitable or marketable or popular to hate men worry about the woman in front of you that you're asking out on a date and see if she likes you or not that's that's about the only thing 
<clears throat> focus on your immediate and micro environment. Forget what Hollywood is doing. Ask Bucket, two bucks, legit question. Are there any happy Democrats? I honestly don't think so. I mean, maybe, maybe um, Ocasio-Cortez, because she's so stupid that she, but she's got money now. Um, Because even uh, Hillary Clinton or Nancy Pelosi, I think, they have all the money, but they're also miserable. I, I don't think they're – I think Ocasio-Cortez is so stupid. She's like a blissfully ignorant child. Um, I don't think there are any happy Democrats. Not really, no. I mean, there's got to be 320 million Americans. I'm sure somewhere there's a happy Democrat, but not not as much as, as conservatives, Republicans, or libertarians. Nonstop Dre, 362 bucks. But they say reality and nature is a social construct – I I would love to see an entity that requires caloric consumption to tell me how they're going to survive without calories, without going and expending calories of energy to get food that is more calories of energy than what they put into it. I'm going to love to see how that's going to work. <clears throat> It'll be very fun. Federal Reserve has committed treason two bucks. Marxists and neo-Marxists are a, a Gnostic cult. I wish I was smart enough to know what Gnostic is. But you're right. There is a, a point where it goes from just a lazy sack of shit who doesn't want to work and be a parasite, live off of other people, to where they actually have it as their value. It's a picture of this guy. He's like wearing all this Marxic, Marxist regalia with the star and sickle. <clears throat> he He really thought he was dressed up like a superhero. It's like, you're celebrating being lazy? What? I'm sorry for you girls. You keep He must be a Democrat. Well, okay, don't don't expect too many good-looking rip guys who got a work ethic. Uh Boys of Vision Productions, whose stuff I have here. I was gonna go through your um your stuff that you sent me more thoroughly, Wisda. I cleaned out my entire office. Uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, avoiding hard work, expecting it to change. That is insane. Yes, it is. But but they are so afraid of work wisdom. They are so afraid of work. They'll they'll go, again go to the homeless camps and not in California where it's sunny. Go to the ones in the Twin Cities. Go to the ones in Milwaukee. Like what the hell? You hate work that much, huh? You're afraid of work. You'll suffer frostbite. I'd ask them to just try working once. Like, just try this. Just try this. Try working a full month, all right? <clears throat> Get two paychecks and see how things go. Nonstop, trade two bucks. Cappy's next book, Success Without Work. <laughs> Oprah's number one. <laughs> Donna Hannaford, our lovely Australian agent in the field. Two, two Australian dollars. What is a Democrat? Sounds like a demon quant. Yes, they're um well demons are a little bit intelligent. Democrats are just they're just plants, man. They're plants. Vlad Elkums, two dollars. Wish I was a member of the Cynical Libertarian Society. Yes, yes. Um <clears throat> he he might make an appearance this week. Wisdom Vision Productions again. Uh T Rash, AAK, Mr. Steel Yo Girl in the building. Wait, is T Rash here? Oh, okay. See, I'm on the start only. I have only the uh we'll we'll go back for Mr. Rash in the regular comment section. Bob, 10 generous dollars. By the way, my father is not a bump. He has re a really good paying job, good work ethic, but ego was in the way he wanted to show off to his family 
which at the end was his downfall. Uh, <clears throat> dude, that is huge. That is huge. Um, and it kind of, I'd like to say, oh, among the this type of immigrant community, Asians, um, my buddy, his Vietnamese, Dude, it's a dick swinging contest for all the siblings when their kids get married. Like, my son is getting married. They got to throw the most. Like, it was a $200,000 wedding. I'm like, why don't you retire? What are you guys doing? Um, <clears throat> What else? Was it East Indians that it, it wasn't just relegated to Asians? It wasn't this. Oh, uh, Middle Eastern. Cult. Oh, yeah. Especially Persians and so, oh, we got to show off. Oh, God, Jesus, just save the money. <laughs> save the money and be free. You don't need Gucci underwear. Uh, <clears throat> which at the end was his downfall. Yep. Yep. I'd, I'd be curious. Wouldn't through the, regardless of what country your, your family came from, Regardless of the culture in the country, wouldn't wisdom over the eons have taught every culture you hide your power level? Like you don't let people know you got money. I don't know where that bragging comes in. I never, I never understood that. Uh, apotheosis intent. Five bucks. Sad. Click and thumbnail. Could probably be a cutie if she didn't decide to be a demon instead. Yeah, she's. It, think about this. How many women would be attractive if? Not 70% of women were overweight. What if 85% of women were healthily weighted? Do you know how many pretty girls there be out there? Do you know how, in, not empowered, what's the word, <clears throat> energized men would be to actually work and do so with their lives then? We're not your sex objects. You're right. You're not now. <laughs> but you could be. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You could be a sex object and you could be a surgeon i'd really be interested in you then ass bucket two bucks aoc is currently live streaming on twitch comedy okay yeah so she's she's having fun i i think she's just not smart enough to you know we gotta kind of envy her she's that dumb she thinks everything's great um frederick kingston new guy 50 singaporean dollars are those Swedish kroners? Most of my lefty friends are miserable because they have a severe control freak problem. Reminds me of narcissism. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it. I could see also that they're um some of the older ones. Could you imagine back in the 60s, 1965, you're all for the great society and the welfare state. And here we are 60 odd years later and your socialism hasn't done any good. It's just made black people poor, Latinos poor, white women more miserable, white dudes more depressing in video game playing. The brothers are getting passports. I mean, you you got to I can't imagine what it's like being a, a Robert Reich or Paul Krugman where every single economic theory you've advocated in advance has failed miserably. And by, by association, you are a failed economist. You're, you're a failure in your life's work. I, I wonder what that's like. <clears throat> they probably don't care. They got their money. 
I guess they're politicians first. Alex Patino, a truck driving Latino agent in the field. Happy Democrats are actually secretly Republican and conservatives. Gnostic means to go against the opposite is orthodox equals the right way, kind of. Oh, you're just obstinate for obstinate. You just go against the grind to be a contrarian, I guess, is, is the way. Because it's popular. Reed Schwartzer, 20 generous dollars. Got a copy. Got your cappy. Got your cappy. Just wanted to ask because Hollywood is kind of proving my in-person interactions. And I know you've beat us boys over the head with it, but it's just hard to understand. I didn't do anything to them. Look, 160 million American women, not all adults, obviously some little kids. You're going to find every type of woman with every type of opinion on man, on men. Some outright genuine misandrists. They actually hate men. I don't think that is the majority. Thank God. And depending on age, but if we're to do the adult females, I only think about 10% of women actually hate men. Only 3% to the point that it's their value. Like if a real good proxy to that measure would be what percent of women major in uh, women's studies or gender studies or whatever. <clears throat> That would give you a, an example of women who not only hate men, but that's like the defining trait. That's how they value themselves. Another 10% don't like men, hate men. And then I'd say the remaining, what are we at? 90%? Uh, let's take, let's say 10% of women, oh, not even 10. I'm going to say 5% of women really like men. Like, like generally speaking, not you got to be in the top 5% of men. Like women, are like oh my god, I love men. That is so rare. Uh, but it's fine. So we're left with eighty-five percent. So let's split forty-two and a half percent. Generally saying, uh, forty-two and a half percent of women are annoyed and and indifferent to you because men keep asking them out. They are annoyed, and so that has put them off to you. They're they're rather cool towards you. And then the other forty-two and a half percent. They want a guy in theory. They don't actively hate men and they're, well, you know, they'll have male friends, but they're not, they're, they're not like, oh my God, a man, you know, it's look at the polling data. You guys are seventh. Of course, those for younger gals. So, but I don't know. Doesn't hating another group of people get tiring after a while? I don't know. Maybe girls really get off on. I don't know. I, but I hope that's not what you're experiencing in the real world. Hopefully you're surrounding yourself by women who at least don't hate you and they like you. Um, you know, if you got a girl, she hopefully loves you, that kind of thing. But they're not all hate. I, I think the biggest category, they're just indifferent. They're just like, meh, that's it. 85% meh. <laughs> Two bucks, local thug. I ain't working G here. Some my uh, social security money. Social security, if that's a real picture of you, you're the you're the best looking 65 year old I think the world's ever seen. Uh thank you for the two. T Raw, well, <clears throat> special guest celebrity T Rash in the house. Neat cap and cappy. Finally caught you live. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, uh, the past week I haven't been able to do live because uh the internet was smoked. Uh, we are, as I think I speak for everyone, we hope you're doing very well, T-Rash, and that you are catching them all. What, um, 
How do you handle all the extra surplus of the women with all the passport pros leaving? I mean, are you, is, your, is there a line out your door? Do you make them take a number? How do you how do you manage that? Drew, two bucks. Every liberal woman I've dated seems miserable. Dude, facts. Facts. <clears throat> Even back in my day, like, I'm like, what? The, and I didn't, I don't know if I, I didn't really put it together. Like the Democrats, they're miserable. I didn't see it. It hasn't gotten tuned up. We didn't have the internet to see it. But if my entire life philosophy was I'm oppressed and there's so much evil and, and systematic this and institutional that, and all these men have been oppressing our, our four sisters for eons, I'd be miserable too. And I don't know if... And if I was a girl and there weren't any good looking guys because all the guys did exactly as you told them, became a bunch of soy boy pussy Democrats who live at home and live off the government, don't have jobs. I guess I guess my vagina would be screaming for a little action or some real man dick action. But oh, no, he voted for Romney. Now he's the enemy. <clears throat> oh, and just imagine the confusion. Oh, the confusion. Drew, two bucks. Most extreme lefties have no concept of finances. Dude, no one has a concept. That's, that goes concerned. Did you see Donald Trump just quadruple the money supply? AJ Gatou, uh, two Australian dollars. Kudos on going to the gym and looking better than MLD. <laughs> Dude, MLD's looking good. I got to admit, he's working hard. Um, and I've been busting my ass off on physical projects. But yeah, I'm I'm looking pretty good. I'm... I looked great about a month ago <clears throat> and then shit happened. So, but we're, we're getting back, back to the, went to the gym today. Frederick Kingston, 50 Swedish kroners again, Singaporean something with an S also hard work is King. You, you got it. Went from suicidal to self-worth when I began earning my right to be here. Yep. I'm bored. I feel like I got no purpose to live. Get a job. You'll have a purpose. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like the fact I got to work on these projects, but you know, what's better, what's worse than having projects to work on, having nothing to do. Although I, I think I've worked enough. I would like to just go for hikes, ride motorcycles. Drew two bucks. Every independent woman I know has no retirement. Yeah. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't give me, don't get me going. Don't get me going. T-Rash $5 again. I stole a ticket from the DMV. I needed it more than them. Oh, one of the ticket dispensers? Good for you. Good for you. I'm glad. Could you guys imagine the T-Rash waiting room? Like there's a line. All the girls are in there waiting. And he comes out. He got his gold chains and his freaking bathrobe. Looking kind of like Modern Life John. Kind of looking like Modern Life John. He's got some Gatorade. All right, ladies, who's next? Down some of that. All right, there you guys go. All right, thank you very much for all the super chats. <clears throat> Don't let them get you get down, guys. Just look, if they want to go and live a life of hate, just let them go live a life of hate. And the leftists in general, if they too want to live a life of hate and laziness, and sl just let them do it. Just let them do it. Because, God, the day's going to come. They're going to be old, and they're not even going to be. They won't have the opportunity to go make themselves look sexy. And, man, I don't know what's worse than a life without good sex. All right. See you guys later. Toodles.